Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the Prophet Ezekiel chapter 15. That is the Navi Yecheskel Perek Tes Vav. This is Saul Weiner, the host of the podcast. In the last chapter in 14, we discussed how the society was corrupt to its core, which is why God said that even if there are some righteous individuals in the society, the society itself unfortunately needed to be destroyed and some righteous people may be able to save themselves. Today we start a completely new set of chapters and this is a set of parables where Ezekiel changes his method and tries to teach the people his message through giving parables. So each chapter is going to be another parable and the first one, the one we're going to study today, is the parable of a grapevine. Before we study this, it's important to understand the context of this image of a grapevine and how it relates to the people of Israel. So let's, I'm going to take a short tour through some of the other prophets who use this image of a grapevine to describe the people, specifically to describe them in a good light when the grapevine is, so to speak, producing fruit. So, and then we'll understand the contrast when we read Ezekiel today. So I'm going to start with Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 7, where we had the famous um, uh, Shirat HaKerem, the song of the vineyard, where, so to speak, uh, Isaiah was painting an image of God himself referring to his people, the people of Israel, as his vineyard. And God said over there, Ashira no lididi, I'm going to sing a song to my beloved. Shirat dodi Carmo, the song of 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 the beloved to his vineyard. So God is 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 referring to this relationship, this bond between the person taking care of a vineyard and the vineyard as if it was an image of a lover and his beloved. God and his beloved people in this case. And God speaks of the people as a karem, and I'm just gonna zero in on a few uh, verses later in verse 4, the, after he took care of the, the vineyard, after he took out the stones and planted it and plowed it and fertilized it and pruned it and got rid of the weeds and took care of it, instead of it growing, the people growing nice, beautiful fruit, which is what he hoped for, that his beloved vineyard fruit, uh, yielded sour grapes. Um, and this was uh, in verse 2, it says, God hoped that this vineyard was going to produce nice, beautiful, sweet grapes. Instead, it yielded sour, wild, useless fruit. So we have that image of, of the people as a grapevine producing fruit if they were to have kept God's laws and the way God wanted them to live. Let's move on now to Hosea, that's Hosea the prophet, chapter 10, verse 1. We see a similar idea. But over here, we are looking at the people as a grapevine who were not behaving themselves. Um, and therefore, he, Hosea compares them, this is verse 10, Hosea 10, 1. Gefen bokek Israel. Israel is like a ruined vine, pre Yishavelo. When he used to have um, the fruit of the vine is like the the vine itself. Lepirio hirbalam is when he um, 
when when he produced nice good fruit, he was able to produce good fruit, Kitovli Artso, like the good land. But however, then he goes on to say, but when they did not produce good fruit, it was it was no longer a good vine. And then and one last comparison I want to bring from Jeremiah, from Yirmiyahu, chapter um, two, verse twenty one, where God again says, I planted you as a beautiful new uh, green vine, Kulo Zera Emet. I planted you in truth, with with truth. However, Veechne Pachtli, but how has it how has it happened that you have flipped upside down to me? You, you, I planted you in truth, but instead Suri Hagefa Nochria. Now you are growing with falsehood. You look strange to me. You look like something else. God's saying to the people, you are not what I planted in truth. Now we can take those images of the people when they're doing well as a grapevine that produces fruit and the people when they're not doing well as a grapevine that produces sour fruit and carry it one step further to what we're about to read in Ezekiel. So first one, the word of God to me was as follows. And imagine Ezekiel telling the people this parable as a new way to try to get the message across, as he's tried all these other methods that we've studied so far. Ben Adam, human being, which is how God addressed Ezekiel. How is the wood of the grapevine different from all other woods? The, the branch which you can find among the trees of the forest. Now, Imagine a wild grapevine that's growing no grapes. Its wood is basically useless. It's a thin twig. It has not solid. You can do nothing with it. Hayukach mimenu eats this verse three. Can you take from its wood lasos limachat to use for any work? You can't make a hammer out of it. You can't even make a peg for to hang a hat on. You can't use the wood to build anything. God says, can you take from this grapevine? Even a, a hook, litlot alav kokeli, to hang your vessels in your house, the wood is completely, utterly useless for any work at all. So what would you think you can do with that wood? Of course, if you don't have the fruit of the vine, you can throw it into a fire and try to use it as fuel. But at Shnei even as it starts to get burned and burned down both sides, and the middle part is starting to get charred, could it, is it useful even for this work, for wood? It's such a tiny twig, it's not even useful as firewood. It's completely useless. Even when it, before it started getting burned, when it was whole, when it was growing and green, there was no use for it, no purpose for it. Even when it starts to get charred in the fire, there isn't even use for it as fuel. Can it still be used for anything? It's completely useless. So he's using this image of a grapevine, telling the people, if you don't keep God's rules, if you don't live um, properly, if you are corrupt, then then you're complete. You know, I I created you as this beautiful vine that was supposed to produce beautiful fruit, which then is something so beautiful and important and. And, and, and people can gain so much from it. But now you're completely and totally useless. You're even worse than the other trees. God is saying, you're even worse than the other nations around you, which I'm comparing to other trees. 
if you had lived properly, you would have been so much more valuable than everything else, but now you've reverted to being so much less valuable than anything else with no purpose. Lachain, therefore, God says in verse 6, So says the Lord God, Just like the wood of the grapevine that grows in the forest among the trees, that it's that the only purpose for it is to throw it into a flame. So too, I am going to treat the those that reside in Jerusalem. I'm going to place my set my face against them. They did on previous occasions get saved from fire. This is probably a reference to being saved from the armies of the Assyrians, which would have been fresh in the memories of the people, having happened about a hundred years prior. But the fire will destroy them this time. They'll know that I am the Lord God when I place my face against them. I will make the land desolate. Why? Because they have rebelled and doubly rebelled against me. So says the Lord God. This was a short chapter, chapter 15. Thank you so much for studying chapter 15 with me. Looking forward to studying chapter 16 as we continue this series of parables.